0: Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 647, titled Not So Perfect Dark. This is a show about Xbox gaming and anything else we want to talk about. I am one of your fine hosts for tonight. My name is Rob, also known as Presar, on the interwebs. And with me, as always, I got my good buddy, Mr. Mark. Hey
1: everybody, how you doing? This is Mark, otherwise known as Wingman709. <laughs> Nice. I couldn't resist.
0: Apparently. <laughs> apparently. The sultry sounds. You'll, you'll understand
1: why later. Yeah.
0: It's the sultry <laughs> sounds of Mr. Wingman. What's up? What up? What's up? Uh, real quick, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans, for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. And the TXL Game Pass Game of the Month for March 2022 is Guardians of the Galaxy. Right? And uh, we've been putting some time into it. Me a while ago, you recently. It-
1: yes. Yes. That is true.
0: Yes, yes. And uh, let's move on to what we've been playing. <laughs>
1: uh, we can just skip me. That easy. Oh. Yeah. So then that means that. You have not finished Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Now I was planning to do it tonight and then some stuff came up. I wasn't home and then we were recording a little earlier, like an hour earlier. So yeah. It was not meant to be, but
1: uh Yeah. Well, I completed it. Nice. <laughs> so in, in record time, too. Um it was someone asked me about it it was like 19 hours and 40 minutes i just told him 20 hours so um it took me about 20 hours oh wow okay i didn't spend a lot of time trying to find a um there are a lot of like hidden passages yep where you can pick up like materials um like
0: I, I, not loot boxes but the, the actually the cool thing about those is that you get outfits for your characters
1: yes now i would have loved to have found all the outfits because some of them are really cool oh for sure yeah <laughs> but those were harder to find um the materials weren't as bad a lot of them were just laying around but you could there were some places you could obviously tell that if you did something you could get to it or you know you might have to go a different route but you could find it um if i would see it then i would you know work my way but Um, I didn't get every, I needed just a few more materials to get all of the upgrades. I was, I was missing one for my character. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, about 20 hours. And I I know we'll probably talk about this, um, at the end of the month here in two weeks. So I won't really talk about it. I'll save it for, for our end of the month show when we talk about the game. Cause I think Brun hopefully is playing it as well. And I know I'll make sure you've got this done. <laughs> Cause you are really close to being done. Yeah. Um, you've, you've beat the hardest boss. I'll put it that way. Oh my gosh.
0: Wait, which one's the hardest one? Is that the, uh, one arm? Fin dude?
1: Fang. Foom. Oh,
0: that's the hardest. Is one. the
1: worst. Oh, yeah. I hate Fin Fang. Foom. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, apparently, Drax really respects Fin Fang. Boom, boom.
1: Yeah, yes, Drax does (laughs) for good reason. (laughs) So, you are very close. Okay,
0: and and, you know, I I do want to mention this one more time, and that's that. I love the dialogue in that. I mean, this game gets like the best dialogue of any game ever that
1: I've played. (laughs) It just, it cracks me up. Love it. I I wish I could remember. There was a line, I think Rocket said it, and I just started laughing out loud, like really hard. And I was like, oh, I got to remember that. And of course I forgot what it was. There's so many. But there's there's so many good lines in it. It is. It's like watching the the movie Mm -hmm. and it's done very well. Um, it's it's on game pass. So no one has an excuse not
0: to play it. Exactly. It's, it's literally playing one of the movies. Like, yeah, there's a decent storyline and all the dialogue and yeah. Oh, let, let me ask you the, so there, there was a couple, I don't think this is jumping too far, two weeks ahead, but there were two things that were really freaking annoying. Well, number one was the fog thing that you and I talked about the other day. Right? <laughs> yeah. And the other thing was the birthday party. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes. I've That birthday party pissed me off so bad. <laughs> I probably know why. Yeah. Does it have to do with the present? No, It's you, um. you have to do it in a certain way. Otherwise – Nikki goes psycho or did you just get through it on the first try? I guess I got through it. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, I think three or four instances where you get like three or four options and you Uh have to select specific ones in each one to advance. So I don't remember what they are. I'm just, I'm just picking this out of the, out of air. It's like, you need to do like third one, first one, second one, fourth one. And and then oh. you're good. If you mess up any of those, she goes nutty, and you restart. I redid the thing like five six times, and I'm like, screw this, and I had to <laughs> I had to pull up a cheat sheet. Was I just, that was annoying. I
1: uh, I'll, I'm gonna have to think back because uh, what I'm what I'm thinking of was like I did what was asked. So
0: I don't know. I know, Isn't it like you got to smash the cake or something?
1: Yeah. And then, and then you got to break the projector and um, there was something else. Oh, break, ruin the present. And yeah. And, and at the same time, it's like
0: you had to do something to keep her from going into the dark side or something. I don't know, whatever, but uh, yeah, that was annoying. Freaking
1: annoying! Yeah. Oh uh, no i my my only my only issue was fin fin fang foom that fume. that oh my gosh was that rough <laughs> that was rough yeah, for me it was yeah. and uh, that was the first time I ran into a real problem with the game like I really didn't have a big problem with combat until that point. Did you play it on easy or normal? Um. I think
0: you normally do easy, right?
1: I probably did this it. one on easy. Yeah. Um,
0: Man, if you had problems with Fin Fang Boom on easy, oh boy. What's it like <laughs> when normal or harder?
1: I I wouldn't want to know. Yeah. I don't know if I was on easy. I don't know what I played it at. Because
0: um, you like because it easy, like it, some. like But Sunday the morning.
1: game seemed fairly easy until that point. Like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I died a couple times, but it was not there wasn't really like super hard yeah. parts, um, but sometimes the game does feel a little unfair, but it's, you just got to like, okay, now I know kind of how to get what I got to do here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those, you learn as you go type of thing. Yeah. But, um, and then even the last two bosses really weren't that bad compared to, to me, like Finn, Feng, Foom what to me was the worst. Yeah. Um, it, it, I thought that was worse than the last two. And I know you've got, you're on the second to the last, so so all I'm gonna say is when you're done, what you're where you're at, credits will roll. You're not done. <laughs> Just know you're not done. Okay. <laughs> so actually, I gotta, but, uh, I gotta take a look at it now. Let's see where was I? You are fighting the um, uh, the oh Raker, right? The What was his name? One arm dude. Yeah. Yeah. The grand unifier, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're, you're at the grand unifier. So you get past him and you only got one more thing to do and you're done. So actually here I'm booting it up. Let's see. (laughs) I'm on chapter 15. Yeah. So you beat him. Then you go into chapter 16 and then that's the final. Part of the game, and then uh 17 is just story, you know, cutscene type stuff. So
0: yeah, I'm on yeah, I'm on uh defeat raker.
1: So <clears throat> yep. The yep. only tough part really with him is for some reason, and I I don't know what like he has the ability to basically it looks like he's blinding you, like everything will go black. And you gotta somehow. You can barely kind of make out where he's at. You gotta just stay focused on it and dodge him. Try to stay away from him until that goes away, and then just kind of keep battling him. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that was that was kind of the tough part. It's like you're kicking his butt, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna blind you. Yeah, Oh, you're dead." It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, and I, so.
0: the one thing that I usually struggled with is I really hated those dudes that heal the other guys. Yes. So, yep. you know, I remember there being, like, a problem with the Raker mission, and those dudes are, like, a couple of them or something.
1: You just got to work on them first yeah. the best you can. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Okay. So I'm looking forward to talking about it in two weeks. Hopefully I yeah. won't forget everything. Talking more but, uh, about it yeah we'll definitely talk more about the game <coughs> more in depth mm-hmm. um the uh so i played uh besides playing that i did play some more battlefield 2042 um also i think we mentioned last week that word breaker by Paugi was coming out this week it did this game if you've everybody if unless you've lived under a rock you've heard of the game wordle that that's what word breaker is it's, it's basically wordle um, and uh, you know if you want I got yeah it takes you about 15 minutes and you can get all thousand achievements um, oh nice It's real, pretty simple like all their games are that way but it's uh it's a uh, it's really is a fun little uh, wordle style game so um, it, if you've played any Paugi game you'll know exactly what to expect um, I did go back so was uh cat flap last week was asking about borderlands three. So I actually reinstalled it cause I never finished it. It was one of my, my backlog games and I was in sanctuary, which is, I think it's now a spaceship. And he was talking about like, he ended up doing some side missions and I haven't played it in a long time and I never completed it. So I was kind of curious when, you know, I was like, Oh, just go to your fast travel. But I was like, you know, he's done these before there's got to be more to it than what i was saying so i i booted it up and there was like like a poster on the wall that was like hey go do this i was like what is this like i don't know if that's a dlc um i went to my fast travel and there was no options to fast travel anywhere except to right where i was and i was like well this doesn't make any sense and so i ended up wandering around in if you go to the opposite end of the ship that you're on, there's like a world map thing. And then you can select which planet or where you want to go. And then that'll put you there and then you can start fast traveling around. Um, so I don't know Catflap, If that is what maybe you were kind of like, I was like, how, how can I get to where I'm going? Um, go to the front of the ship and, go to the the map there or the world map or whatever it's called and that'll that'll help you get to where you can go and in to the missions hopefully that'll get you back on track um so but i i do kind of want to finish the game but at the same time it's one i haven't been super excited by and uh tiny tina's wonderlands comes out like in what a week yeah two weeks something like that so actually it's like a week i think it's next week um, so I don't want to spend a lot of time in borderlands three cause it's, uh, <coughs> it's one of those that I can, because I have played so much borderlands that I can get kind of fatigued on it pretty easily. So I probably won't play a lot of it cause I really do want to play the, the tiny Tina's game coming out, but, uh, I'm going to keep it installed so that I can maybe do a little at a time and try to poke away at that game. Um as trying to knock out some of that backlog. I also played, uh, tried a little bit of the, the outer worlds. Um, that's another one that I've done just a little bit at a time. And, uh, it's a fun game. It's just for some reason, I have a hard time with that just because there's, I feel like there's so much to manage. Um, and I think, I don't know if it's just the interface or what, it just seems I get kind of lost in there. Um, and I think if I could just dedicate time to it and say, I'm going to play this and only this, then I could probably finish that game. And I think I would really enjoy it. But um, but I did play a little bit of it. And I also started a new game, uh, Tunic, which released this week. Nice. So I was like, I've heard so much about it. Don't know what it really was, but I did try it. And so... You know, I I grew up in the world of the era of the Atari twenty six hundred and the NES, but for some reason, I I guess I never played the Legend of Zelda. You uh, know, and if I did, like I any certainly of them? don't remember it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I really. I mean, I remember the game. Like I remember Zelda. I just don't think I ever played it. I, I don't. And if I did, it was like someone else had it, and I might have tried it but it was nothing I ever had or ever played and finished. Yeah. Um, back in those days, I never did complete games. That's kind of the weird. I mean, t- they were like a lot harder back in the day, man. Games were like brutal. And I never did complete games. I think it was on my, I want to say the the original Xbox, the uh, Halo was the first I believe that was the first game that I actually ever completed start to finish. Because I would just play stuff and get bored or get play stuff and get stuck. And or I just, you know, the, the one of the problems is always moving on to something else, which is why I got this big backlog. You know, I've got games I like, but it's like. I'm I, There's always something new, like tunic today. It's like, oh, you know, I got to try it. Um, plus, it's on Game Pass. So it's like, doesn't hurt. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and here's the question. So if I if I never play Tunic again, does it since it was since it's on Game Pass, does it really count as backlog? Because I didn't buy it, <laughs> right? Mm. So does backlog just mean a game you? Is it a game you started never finished? Is it a game you paid for? It's a game, and game that, never
0: finished. It's a game that you wanted to <laughs> play at some point.
1: <laughs> oh that i then i'm toast man. because my backlog is huge then yeah. i got a lot of games that i never finished but there's games i'm like i was looking at tonight um the aliens fire team i'm like i have no that i bought it that was i did not like it at all and i have no way i'm going back to that <laughs> oh mm-hmm. it's i don't consider it backlog <laughs> um so backlog is just the games that you want to complete is that what you're saying
0: no, I mean, Whether you
1: paid for it or not.
0: I mean, there's games that I bought that like now I really don't care about playing them. So I don't think that those count as backlog. But there's ones that you're like, oh, man, I really need to get this one played. You know, to me, that's yeah. backlog.
1: Oh, that's good. So, um, so Tunic, because I don't have the background, so I was reading a review on it. And the what, what they were comparing the game to were three different games. One was Zelda. The other was Dark Souls. <laughs> and when I read that, I was like, "Ah, oh, crap. Are you kidding me? Because I don't do Dark Souls games. My understanding is those games are just meant to just you're going to die a million times. And I was like, I don't need that. I don't I don't d- work with frustration like that very well. And then the other game was Fez. Well, so I have like no comparison because I don't I've not played Fez. I didn't I don't play Dark Souls games and I never played Zelda. <coughs> so I don't like have anything to compare it to. So this is brand new for me. And I started it today. And I was kind of irritated right off the beginning because I was like you, there's no there's nothing like to tell you what to do when you start you just kind of start walking around okay. but buttons don't do nothing figure nothing out. does anything yeah you know and then you end up and it's it's like right at the start you like you kind of walking across this like bridge and you can see below you there's something shiny there but you can't get to it and what it turns out is it's a little white diamond looking thing. And what it is, it's a pages of a manual and they're all over the place. So as you get these little white pages, it's basically the game manual. Okay. So as you collect them, it's, you're going to learn what to do about what to do. But there's, (laughs) there's a lot of things that are in gibberish, which I don't understand. Like you'll walk up to a sign or something and it, you, you hit says hit a you hit a to read it and it pops up and it's like in a foreign language and I'm like what is this i don't even know what this is saying and you look in the manual manual and it's like this written in all this weird tunic style language i guess i don't know what it's supposed to be i mean there are english words in there um but you know you're looking at some of them you're looking at okay you hit you know what you're looking at the drawings uh okay if i hit a then you see the picture of like what you're supposed to do. So it's more of trying to figure out the manual. And that was one of the things that they said in this review. Another review I read was very positive. Um, And they said that the developers really liked having the old game manuals, the paper manuals, but way back in the day, like when you and I were gamers in our utes, you know, that, that was a big part. Like you get the game, like you open the game and you'd have this big manual and you'd start reading through it. You know, that was part of the excitement, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, nowadays people don't get game manuals and that's, so they're trying to make this as very much part of the game. And, and what I've read in the review is like, you really do have to, you had to read it. You got to pay attention to it. You're, you know, it's going to be a, it's part of the game core game mechanic is this manual. So, and it's like, I, like I've picked up some pages, but I don't have the first nine pages. I'm like on page 10, you know? And it's like, I think it's telling me what to do and where to go, but it wasn't, but I had nothing, you know, and eventually I found like a stick and then I could use that because there are enemies and I'm like, well, I have no way to fight enemies or do anything here. And then I found a stick and then I could hit them with the stick. Yeah. Yeah. But then you can see like passages that you can't get to cuz it's like you can walk through to tall grass but you can't do anything with the bushes that are in the way sure until you get something more than a stick that's yeah, kind of like Zelda like from what i remember yeah, yeah so it's
0: it, like, yeah you can't get everywhere and later on you can
1: yeah so you're going to be coming back to do things later that you can get to areas that you couldn't before um the bosses are are tough even the little characters like and one of the reviews, the review I was reading, uh, stated that the combat is pretty hard until you get to the point where you start to learn some spells. Um, so I got us, I, I did end up, I had a stick. Now I do have a sword now, but it shows a shield in the manual. And I'm like, I don't have a shield. I don't know where to get a shield. I don't know. Did I miss something? Did I not go the right way? Is the shield like next thing to get because i can't do block because it shows you on the pages that i have out of block but it doesn't work because i don't have a shield yet so i'm like okay where's this you know so i'm trying to hopefully that's my next thing to get but you'll pick up things like i picked up this i don't even know what it is like things you'll pick up things in these chests treasure chests and it just appears on the screen and you're like one look like a broken eggshell like well what is that I have no idea. Um, another one, I picked up a piece of dynamite. Okay, well, I can I can put that in a slot to assign it to a button, and now I can throw that at people and blow them up. Okay, that was obvious. I could figure that one out. And you assign your stick or your sword to a button. Um, so you can always change, which is kind of nice, because you can, you can assign it to X, Y, or B. So you have those three buttons that you can assign and change as you want um so as you pick up things that you can use you can assign them to a button um but then you only get so much so once you throw your like two pieces of dynamite then the there's nothing there right unless you pick up more somewhere so it's uh it's it's very different for from what i'm used to but it has me enough intrigued that i want to keep playing and when you die you you will respawn. So you want to walk up to like these shrines and it and I didn't know at first I walk up and says press A, I hit A, and it was like a day night cycle went by. And I'm like, well what did that do? Like it didn't even tell you anything. So I realized later when I died the first time, I ended up respawning back there. And I was like, oh, okay. And then later on, I was like low on health and I walked up to it and I hit the button. It did that day-night cycle and it replenishes all your health. But when you do that, it's... Uh, oh, what's the other game I was playing? Um, uh, it's very much like Jedi Fallen Order that when you rest it respawns all the enemies (laughs) so (laughs) i would go because i found that out because i'm like oh i I finally like beat this group of guys but i was like almost dead so i ran back healed myself came back and all the enemies were back i was like oh no you gotta be kidding me so that that sucks because it's not like you can't use it to try to help you progress so it but it is there (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah and then it does you do get a page uh that does have a map um it's kind of tough to look at and it's just interesting once you see it rob you'll you'll understand but um yeah it's it's interesting uh hopefully i can get some a shield and some powers soon um because it's it's really tough going right now, right at the beginning. Um, but I I think this one uh, could have some potential, and I think people are going to really like it. So
0: yeah, yeah, I've been looking forward to this one for a while. You can't play it till you finish Guardians. Oh, I already I, it's already installed. So we'll see.
1: <laughs> I don't care if it's installed; you can't play it.
0: <laughs> no, I I'm running out of hard drive space, so uh, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, I need to finish. GOTG, yeah. Well, let's uh let's get finished with the show because I, I know you got a role here soon, right? Should we yep. keep go- yep. get going? Sure. <laughs> Oh, not. oh! I'm the, uh, okay. That's on me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, it's
1: like okay, Rob. It's
0: okay. Fine. So a uh, couple of things real quick before we get on with uh, the main part of the show. If you're consuming this show on iTunes, any kind of streaming service, something like that, just give us a rating on there. That's a great way to support the show. We would really appreciate it. And we have a Facebook group. You can find that on. Is it the Facebook or just Facebook? Who cares? It's on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Facebook. And uh, just search for this Xbox life. If you're not a member, just ask to join answer two simple questions and you are in, uh, you can leave us a voicemail on our website. This xbox Click the voicemail widget on the right hand side and leave a message up to about 90 seconds. It will cut you off at 90 seconds. Leave multiples if you want to talk more or just send us an MP3 recording to contact at this XboxLife.com. Let's see. We don't have any emails or any other questions, but we do have a voicemail from Drano85.
1: And no reading emails right now, Rob. (laughs) <laughs> no no oh work emails that's right no that was no, no work. That was yeah, like, remember that we both did that was like two tour. months ago <laughs> no it wasn't yeah, no. <laughs> all right but because he's got a question for us but here we go okay
2: hey guys drano85 here just got done listening to your most recent podcast episode steamy xbox um, and i think that should now be the title of the show moving forward that intro mark fantastic keep that up that was awesome Secondly, I have to respectfully disagree with your opinion of Jedi Fallen Order. You know, If you go into that game with the mindset of Cal is a Jedi, but he has not been formally trained or at least formally trained completely, it kind of helped me get a grasp of that game and enjoy it more. And knowing that if I messed up with the controls, it kind of fell in place with the fact that Cal wasn't supposed to be perfect either. And as the game progressed and I got better and those skills were demonstrated through Cal's progression and into the game world, it felt like it made a more complete experience for me. Therefore, my love of the game became something that uh, what grew out of, you know, a small liking into a loving of the game. Now, I'm not one to play games like Dark Souls or uh, Elden Ring, if you will, because they're too difficult for me. But I found the difficulty curve with this game about at my limit, but enjoyable for me. Overall, I thought it was a fantastic game. And then lastly, I thought a good question for you all to answer because of um, I know Rob has an affinity for board games. I wanted to know, what's a board game that you guys love to play? For me and my uh, family, we always uh, bust out Catan and seem to really enjoy that game. Anyways, have a good day, guys. Love the show.
1: So I did want to say I, do, I liked his, uh, his analysis of Fallen yeah. Order. Oh yeah. And I do agree. I know the So I think in that episode that was my first time back to it and I was like really ripping on it. And then the 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 show we just put out after that before this um I, I had finished and I think I had a bit more uh, appreciation for the game and um he I think he's right. Um you know, it makes sense that Cal was at first the, the stormtroopers are overpowering, you know, they are uh, to you cause you're, you're new and uh, you're, you you do not have a whole lot of, cause he doesn't learn things in game powers as he goes through. So um, that makes sense. It was just, uh, I like the way he, he approached that. Um, so I, I think that's great for anybody that hasn't yet played it. Um, it, it did. And I did enjoy the game a lot more later on when I did have more powers and I was better at understanding how to play the game and how to use the powers and the moves. It definitely, you know, some of that was definitely on me. Um, I, I struggle with games. It's like, you know, that require button combinations of, you know, double tap X plus right trigger or something like that, you know, and the, and your powers and stuff. There's some that are like combos of buttons and it's just like, Oh boy, I'm, I'm too old of a gamer now to to be doing that, and it's so it gets frustrating for me. But um, game is the game was good. So um, board games, Rob. You are Mr.
0: There's, board game. Yeah, there's there's so many. I have like so many of them. It, it's really hard to pick something. Um, I'll say the one game that I usually bring when. There's, I don't know, a group of people, especially people that really haven't done a whole lot of board games. Uh, One that I really enjoy introducing people to is called Azul, A-Z-U-L. And it's one that's really accessible. You can find it, you know, of course, all the usual places, Amazon and stuff like that. But it's even at Target. At least it was a couple of weeks ago, so it's it's pretty fun. It's very simple, straightforward. The rules aren't bad. It's competitive. It's it's a lot of fun. Now, some games that I really love, like there's one called Manhattan Project. It's kind of old. It's really hard to find. And then uh, I'll say Castles of Burgundy is another one that I really really enjoy. And there's a whole slew of them, but those are like like the really main ones. Um, I could just go on and on, but yeah, we'll stop with
1: those. (laughs) Um, one that I recently bought, um, that my whole family enjoyed was a game called all of us. And it's a, it's a family trivia game for multiple generations. So they've got, you know, if you're playing like trivia pursuit, it's tough, um, because the questions can be, you know, way too old to, for, for an older crowd or a younger crowd. And, um, or we you know I, I know uh, I bought one uh, uh, I used to play with the kids called parents versus the kids where the kids get questions that are you know more geared towards their age group and the adults have them towards their age group but this game was it has four different boxes and there's a lot of trivia questions in this game but there's four different boxes and they cover different generations so it has Gen Z Gen Y Gen X and baby boomers so like you know, my youngest is, uh, 15 and then my, the, the oldest was my mother who's, you know, in her seventies. So, you know, we were able to sit there and play. Cause like you can pick the box that you want to take it from. So like, I could always stick to kind of my generation or I could, you know, if I feel like ah, I've got some stuff from now, or, you know, you, you could pick where you wanted to take your questions from. So, um, everybody in the family From young to old, enjoyed it and really liked it. So, it's real simple. It's just a trivia game. So, Mm -hmm. all right. I think that's it. All right, Rob. I mentioned earlier that. I had, I was playing some borderlands three yep. that I booted that thing up and, uh, I, uh, and again, so one of the things that has changed in borderlands three is when I booted it up, it, they now have full crossplay, and it's also coming to tiny Tina's wonderlands as well. So, but what they're doing is they're running it through, um, uh, oh, what is that called? They're that you know those those keys. Um Oh yeah. I forgot what they call it. No, oh, it's keys, isn't it? No, it's like Swift keys or there's shift. Shift. Yeah, shift keys, yeah. Um so you you like link your shift ID. And I think so the crossplay is being I think I think it's being handled on their end. Um, but uh, Wonderlands as well is going to have full cross play as well. And Borderlands three now has it. So you can play with people from different, um, platforms, which is kind of nice. Um, so that, that is, uh, out there. If you are looking forward, you just got to make sure you got your shift account info and, uh, link it that way. And if you don't, you can always register a shift account. Um, so pretty simple. Um, we talked a while back about Goldeneye Eye, or shift, that we thought he remakes, really isn't it? Shift, shift codes, yeah, yeah. Shift. Code. Well, it is. It's, well, yeah. Shift is is what what they're called. I think it's called Shift, but you put in a key. You put in the key, the that gives you. So yeah,
0: redeem Shift codes and claim Golden Keys, right?
1: Okay. Exactly. All right. So, um, so gold and I, we talked about that possibly coming back, and then it, you know, there was achievements that were supposedly leaked. We at the beginning of the year, and we talked about this was possibly coming, and then it got real quiet, it, like kind of disappeared. Well, it looks like two days ago on March fifteenth that there was a recent trademark granted, um, and this is an extension that allows the holder of the uh, trademark to use the GoldenEye name for downloadable game software. So it's, it's possible that we're still going to see some type of remaster for the game. Um, And uh, again, I mean, there was achievements that were leaked this year is the 20 or is the 60th anniversary of James Bond. So I can see them putting it out in 2022. So we, we don't know anything more than that, but as soon as we do find out if this game is coming out for sure, we'll let you guys know, but, uh, an updated trademark, uh, at least lets us believe it's still in works. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, also wanted to let you guys know Sniper Elite five. I can't remember if I mentioned this last week, um, but, Sniper Elite 5 is coming in May and it's going directly into Game Pass. Yes! So, which I would buy this game anyways. Um, outright Sniper Elite Series is awesome. Um, I'm absolutely going to be on this on day one. But if you are a fan of Sniper Elite Series, uh, the new one will coming on out this May straight to Game Pass. So you got that to look forward to. And you've played those, right, Ron? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's always fun to... Shoot Hitler and the nads. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, those those are good. Except that one, I think it was three. For some reason it had like really strange visuals and I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that one.
1: Three. There was something with three that was definitely different. Like I never played the original one. It was on a original Xbox and I think it was by a different developer. So I don't think we'll ever see that. Mm -hmm. was it back compat. Well, They're done with back and pat, so we're never going to see it. But yeah, um, it's it. I don't know if the first Sniper Elite game was good, but Sniper Elite V2 was on the 360. That was the first one I've played. It was awesome. Yes. Sniper Elite three. There was just something very different. And that one was not as enjoyable. And then four just kind of brought it all back. Like there, it was just like, this game's awesome again. I really liked four. So I'm looking forward to five and uh, hoping that they can keep up, uh, keep that back. Hopefully it's not like uh, Microsoft windows releases where every other one sucks. Yeah. But at least if this one sucks, at least I'm it's in game pass. So yeah, there's always that. Th- that is true. All right. Cut. The last thing that I had was, as i as we stated on the at the top of the show that not so perfect dark so perfect dark um is a game that's being rebooted by the developer the initiative and this is a, a new developer that microsoft has built from the ground up and it's you know i think they said you know this is going to be a quadruple a studio they're gonna just you know so what they make is just going to be best in best-in-class, right? Well, looks like there's been some issues over there, um, and they're having a tremendous amount of staff turnover. And there was an article from Windows Central um, that was written up about talking about kind of some of the issues. Um, So Jez Corden from Windows Central said that the possible reason for the departures seemed to stem around a big disagreement the team had about how to make the new perfect dark, which resulted in two schools of thought. Um, I was told from, and I'll quote this, I was told from sources. I can't mention trusted sources. I should add that basically there was a big disagreement over how to proceed with perfect dark. The way the initiative was set up was almost in a unique sort of studio format. I don't want to say flat structure, but they did build it to try and explore a different way of making a game studio. Anti-Crunch, which is great, and a more sort of democratic development process structure. <sighs> democratic. Always you know how that turns out. The problem is that there emerged two schools of thoughts about how to develop perfect dark. One of them was we hire the people we hire the people in. The other school <coughs> of thought was we remain small and build sort of high quality indie level games. But because of the hype surrounding the studio, I don't think Microsoft wanted to let the initiative be that kind of smaller studio. This conflict between the two schools thoughts seems to have resulted in a lot of what we see as a, of departures. Um, and then another thing said um, in, a, let's see, in addition, a variety of former employees early a uh, uh, VGC spoke to a variety of former employers earlier in the week about the situation reported uh, attributed the wave of departures to frustration among senior talent over the direction of the project set down by the studio head Daryl Gallagher and game director Daniel Newberger, who has also left the company. Um, it was heard that development hierarchy, hierarchy was very top-down, and this meant many former senior team members were frustrated by this perceived lack of autonomy and didn't feel heard on key issues such as development priorities. And then, of course, um, project planning and team staffing and the introduction of Crystal Dynamics um, may have triggered an effective soft reboot. Um, and now Crystal Dynamics could even now be leading development. So it is kind of, I think this really hurts. Um, you know, I don't think we were expecting this game anytime soon, but obviously this game is a lot further away from release than what we may have thought or hoped for. Oh, I mean, myself, I thought we might see this game 2023, maybe 24, but if they're at this point now, and not even sure how to handle it and have to bring in a different group to even get it going. That does not sound good. Okay. I mean, what do you think, Rob? What are your thoughts on this? comes out when it comes out i'm not
0: re- i'm not really looking forward to it i don't care
1: <laughs> how's, how's that okay then um uh not so perfect the
0: conversation yeah okay no no dude i'm trying to finish guardians of the galaxy i can't be thinking about this game <laughs> it's not even out it's not even close uh just whatever you know it
1: comes well out you're gonna have plenty out, yeah. of time if this was your next game to play then you've got plenty of time to finish guardians of the galaxy. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. So, no, I'm really looking forward to tunic. Ton- so, uh I'll see if I can rattle through uh, Guardians of the galaxy this weekend. If not tomorrow. Yeah, you
1: you'll get yeah. there. You're you you should be able to knock it out in one sitting. Yeah. So, is your you just you just got those last two and that's yeah. two fights and that's it. So, and then uh just plan for the second set of credits that roll okay yeah you can't skip past them so gotcha. i ended up walking away man i was just like and then i totally forgot i came back the next day and i was like turn the, my turn my xbox on and it was like you have now unlocked i was like oh that's right i i, I walked away when the credits were rolling and never came back <laughs> so
0: but and they're waiting for you yeah
1: all right Okay. I got nothing else this week. All right, let's get on with the retail releases then. Okay, rock, What you got for us what today? You
0: got, what you got? What you got? What you got? For us to play? Give play. us a play. list of games that we can buy and play. 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 Okay, Rob, play. Rob, Rob, Okay, for the week of March 14th through the 18th. Here, I'll just go through these real quick. Um, We have Grand Theft Auto V. This is the X and S version, optimized version. Came out on March 15th. GTA, I don't think we need to say anything else. The Moose Man Series X and S on the 15th, optimized, of course. Um, This reminds me of that Limbo game a little bit uh, from this image. I, I like that dark graphic style then we have phantom breaker omnia on the 15th it's a 2d anime fighting game with 20 unique characters paradise killer i believe this one is in game pass i thought i saw it in the list it is yeah, yeah. paradise island is a world outside reality um you gotta find who's guilty and something happens some kind of trial or whatever Tunic, we talked about that. Zelda-like, it looks really cool. I love it. I love the look of it. Isometric action game where you play a small fox on a big adventure. The Wanderer, Frankenstein's Creature, March 16th. You play as Frankenstein's Creature, right? You got to do stuff. Word Breaker, Mark mentioned this. This is the word will rip off. Um, March 16th, not available in Japan for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, I don't, you know, it's like uh, it's different. Wordle with achievements. How about that? Okay, yeah, that's that's a good way to look at it. So it is worth it. I was like, you know, why would you want to play this? But anyway, so Royal Frontier on the seventeenth. This Looks like uh, one of those fighting style games, the you know that they have on mobile where you attack left side, right side. Uh, anyway, you have a party, move across the map like a board game, battle monsters, all sorts of stuff. Speaking of monsters, Monster Energy Supercross 5. It's not monsters, it's a drink instead. But March 17th, optimized for Series X and S. Smart delivery. It's like a motocross game uh, or Supercross. Motocross. I don't know. Is it's not
1: like motocross. Yeah. It
0: is. <laughs> no, it's supercross. If it was a motocross, it would say motocross. <laughs> and uh, it's also available as a special edition featuring Seasons Pass and three days of early access. But considering that it already came out, you're missing out on early access if you get it now. Shredders on Game Pass, March 17th. This is already in there and available day one, actually, with Game Pass. Um, you can do park riding, buttering, rails, kickers, all sorts of snowboarding stuff. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin on March 18th, optimized for Series X and S and uh, Smart Delivery. I guess there's a demo version of this as well. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and your progress will
1: carry over to the game. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus on the 18th? And this is... Uh, some kind of quiz game or something? I don't know. Yeah. Make decisions throughout the story to uncover the truth and try to save him before he is, before it is too late, before he gets muted. And that's it. That is all for the week of March 14th through the 18th. Thanks to learn your yep. lesson for the music. Is that it? All right. I'm Rob. Also known as Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next
1: week mark aka wingman709 taking off and this is for you drano